Welcome, everyone, to the Buncombe Street United Methodist Church podcast. My name is Chris Ashley. I'm the director of congregational engagement here at our church and the host of this podcast each and every week. Hey, if you're just tuning in for the first time or for the first time in a long time, uh, you should know that we are in week three of a series on the armor of God, a passage of scripture written by Paul to the church in Ephesians, found in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 18. And so what I'm going to do, we're on week three, we're going to be talking about feet of readiness this week, but I thought I would start out, as we always do, by reading the passage for you just to remind you of where we are going over this series. So starting in Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on readiness given by the gospel of peace in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all power and supplication To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So we have spent the last two weeks, if you haven't um, listened to those, you can go back and catch up on Belt of Truth and Breastplate of Righteousness. And this week, we're going to talk about what we read in verse 15, which says, And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of Peace. So I'm saying, I'm calling this feet of readiness. You could call it shoes of readiness. You could call it uh, shoes of the gospel of peace. Any of those are probably right. There's a little bit of that in, in this verse and a little bit of all of that in this verse. And so each week when we dive into these uh, pieces of armor, we like to talk about, first and foremost, about what the actual practical piece of armor uh, looks like. And so just just as a reminder, as a refresher, Paul is writing with the perspective of a Roman soldier, right? And thinking about what a Roman soldier would wear into battle. And so when we talk about feet of readiness, I like to think of like his shoes, right? And, um, you know, I, I think we can think of like sandals for Roman soldiers. And certainly that probably is what they would have looked like. Um, but here's a couple of things I know about um, about shoes and about shoes in particular uh, for this purpose, for either battle, for sport, for something where you are going to have to be ready, right, to, to have, have this readiness at your feet. One, I think you, you need to have comfortable shoes. They need to be comfortable, right? You don't, especially with soldiers, they're marching around, right? They're having to walk long distances, potentially. You don't want something that is going to uh, overly tire your feet, uh, overly injure your feet um, with whether that's with calluses or leaving your feet exposed to the elements to rocks and so you want some good padding in there you want some good protection and you want them to be comfortable 
You also want your shoes to provide you firm footing, right? To let you uh, be anchored into the ground as much as possible. And I, I don't, I don't know that Roman soldiers had spikes on their shoes, but I, you know, if if we're just extrapolating this out, right, to an armor of God, I like to think of like uh, I think last week I compared uh, football padding to uh, the breastplate of righteousness. Talked about shoulder pads, but if you think about like an athlete's cleats, right? Why do they have cleats on the bottom of their shoes? Whether you're talking football, baseball, soccer, even golf has spikes on the shoes because you want to have firm footing, right? You don't want your feet to be slipping and sliding and and tripping you up. You want to have that firm footing and be anchored into the ground so that you can have a good stance. And and that stance to me uh, goes along with this idea of readiness, right? If I'm going to be ready for something, especially for battle, I might I might have my feet staggered a little bit, one in front of the other, right? I got a good wide base so that I can stand firm and be ready. And and especially this the feet of readiness. The other thing I said that the purpose of these shoes would be would be to allow you to move quickly, right? To run. And like I think about track athletes, right? They have spikes as well, and their spikes are are gripping to be able to to propel themselves a little more forward. Now, again, I don't know if Roman soldiers had spikes on their shoes, but they certainly would have had shoes that would have allowed them to move quickly, right? So something that's comfortable, something that's going to provide firm footing to allow them to be anchored if necessarily, but also going to allow them to be able to move quickly and, and swiftly. So I I am, uh, hmm, how do I say this? I'm not what I would call a runner, I know people that are runners. I don't. You clearly, if you've met me, I, I don't look like a runner, but I do run, and I do enjoy running. Uh, this past fall, I ran in my third ever half marathon here. Uh, ran it here in Greenville, and uh, I, I said I would never do this, but I have actually set as a goal for 2023. I have circled a date, January seventh, 2024. I am going to run my first ever. Okay, let me rewind that. I'm going to run my first, and I can promise my only, uh, full marathon in the first week of next year. It's my goal. It's the goal I'm setting for myself um, this year is to is to accomplish that, to be ready to do that at the beginning of 2024. And I, I will say, as a runner, having good shoes is incredibly important. Again, you want to have something that's comfortable. It's not going to cause calluses and hurt your feet. Um, especially if you're running distances, right? You want something that's going to allow you to move quickly um, and also something that's going to provide you firm footing. You want a wide base. You don't want to be slipping and rolling ankles and that kind of thing. So same deal here for this piece of armor. So that's the practical piece. So what does it mean uh, to, to put on these feet of readiness in terms of the armor of God? What can we extrapolate out about this? Well, the first thing I think is clear. In order to have feet of readiness, we have to then be willing to go where we are led, right? That's what soldiers do. Soldiers, uh, unless they are the top tier general, uh, they are typically being given instructions. And so when they go, they're following directions. So we very practically are following where God leads us, having to follow his directions. I don't know about you, uh, but I can be stubborn. I can be someone who doesn't like to follow directions. I want to set the pace, not necessarily follow the pace, right? So this can be something very vulnerable for us and something that a lot of us might need to really commit to working on. And this is part for me, this is part of this like equipping myself with the armor of God is 
is humbling myself and being willing to follow directions. Uh, the other thing is, is, again, having a readiness or a preparedness for, for battle, for whatever God is going to ask us to do, to be able to follow those directions. And to me, I like to uh, think about that preparedness and that readiness as having a clear vision and mission, having clear goals, right, around my relationship with God, understanding what the vision is. Like for our church, a great example, our mission statement, to be and to make disciples of Christ. I think that's a mission that aligns with the mission that God has for each of us. Certainly that Jesus gives us uh, in the Great Commission, right? Go and make disciples of all nations. Well, to make disciples, I got to be a disciple. So I think that to be and to make disciples, that does align with a godly outlook in the world. So having readiness and preparedness means living into vision and setting goals that align with that vision so that we are ready to then follow God's directions. And then the other thing that I think is a part of this that can easily be overlooked, right? We can talk about, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness, feet of readiness, but what does it say? That readiness is given by the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace. I am ready. The reason I am ready, the reason I am ready to enter into battle is because I have the peace of the gospel, right? I have peace in my heart because I understand what the gospel says, that God is the ultimate victor, that Christ has paid the price for me already, and that I'm already on the winning team. I can go into battle. Like if if you signed up anyone for an athletic competition and you said, hey, uh, I'm signing you up, I'm putting you on this team, and, and just so you know, this team is going to win this competition. You would be like, all right, I'm in. Like, yes, I want to be a part of the winning team. I have the peace of the gospel, and that allows me then to be ready to go into battle, to be ready and willing to follow directions if I know that following directions leads to victory, right? So purpose of the piece of armor how we equate this to God's armor. And then we always round out each episode talking about how we can actively be equipping ourselves right now in this respect. So the first thing I put is that, again, I think we need to plant ourselves, get our firm footing in the gospel, right? In that gospel so that we have that peace that allows us to be ready. It allows us to follow directions. But if I can plant myself, if I can dig my spikes in, right? I think about a, a baseball player, a batter in the batter's box, and they you see them kind of dig their spikes into the dirt to get that firm footing. If I can dig my spikes into the gospel, to the good news of Christ... Right there's a there's an old hymn that that says on Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand I will bear you uh I will bear you me having to sing that for you but that's what I'm talking about here that's how we go about equipping ourselves is to constantly remind ourselves of the good news of Christ the things that He did for us the way that He paved the pathway to victory for us. And to not put that out of our mind, because again, it's it's like Peter out on the water. The second we lose sight of that is the second we start sinking, right? So planning ourselves in the gospel, to uh, preparing ourselves for battle, right? And and I go back to the to the running analogy, to the marathon, half marathon analogy, the marathon analogy. The reason that uh, I have been able to run half marathons is because I have trained, right? I didn't 
wake up one morning and just go, okay, I'm going to run 13 miles. No, that's not what happened, right? I took several weeks, even a couple of months to begin to inch up, right? Start running maybe a mile. Then maybe the next week I'm trying to run two miles. Then I'm trying to run three, then four, then five. And you work your way up. You stretch these muscles. You prepare yourself to be able to run this longer distance. So training ourselves, uh, training ourselves in the gospel. I mean, I think that's it. Goes back to all the things we've already talked about with some of these other pieces of armor, right? It's it's being in God's word. It's spending time in prayer. It's spending time uh, in the spiritual disciplines, right? It's surrounding ourselves with a community of believers. All of that stuff is going to help us be better prepared to go into battle. And then finally, so plant ourselves in the gospel preparing ourselves by training. And the other thing is staying ready, right? Always being ready. And here's what I'll say, and this goes back to the training piece, right? I can train for for a race. I can get to the day of the race. I can run the race. And then if I just stop, if I'm like, hey, I checked that box, I ran the race, I'm done, and I don't continue to train or continue to run, then I'm going to revert back. I'm going to have to start back from ground zero. So there is something about being consistent, staying ready, having a a regular routine of, again, a quiet time, right? A time in the Word, time with God, uh, being a part of a small group or or a, commu- uh, a community in a Sunday school class or, or some other serving team, somewhere that I am constantly being uh, built up and fed by other believers, that I'm growing in my relationship with the Lord each and every day. I've got to stay ready, right? I can't just, I can't just sit back and wait and then hope that when the alarm goes off, I'm prepared. I'm not going to be prepared unless I stay prepared, right? Got to be, if I'm going to be ready, I got to stay ready. So plan ourselves in the gospel, train and prepare, prepare ourselves by training and then staying ready, staying ready to roll. Hey, that was uh, week number three of the armor of God talking about the feat of readiness I hope that you are enjoying this series so far. Again, if you haven't listened to the first few weeks, go back and check those out. Uh, we will be back with you next week talking about the shield of faith. That's going to be a great one as well. But until then, grace and peace to you all. Mm-hmm.